Hey, my name is Angela and welcome to the Dim Sum Diaries. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about my experience entering university and starting my first year at McGill. So in preparation for this episode, I dug up some of my old diaries from first year to refresh my memory on that transition period between high school and university. Reading through those diary entries just brought me back to that time where I was just so excited to have this fresh start after high school, especially since grade 12 was a pretty difficult year for me. The summer before university started, I actually kept myself very, very busy. At the beginning of the summer, I went on a grad trip with a couple of my friends to Cuba, which was super fun. But then when I got back, I really got into the grind of working and I was actually working three summer jobs that year. I was working at Denny's as a hostess, as well as at Union Burger, working in the kitchen, and I also had my weekly shift at the doctor's office that I had been working at for the past three years. So since I was so focused on earning money that summer so that I could have more to spend when I got to Montreal, I didn't actually get to plan and fantasize about my life as much as I probably would have if I wasn't working those three jobs. But whenever I'm excited about something, I like to plan ahead a lot. And so even though I was very busy, I still came up with a long list of things to buy before I moved. And looking back on that list now, I realized how insane and crazy I was being because I don't know why. I thought that I had to buy all of that before getting to Montreal, like I wouldn't be able to buy it when I got there. And I also didn't end up using half of the stuff that I brought, so it was just such a waste of money and car space. I remember driving with my parents to Montreal on that move-in weekend at the end of August, and we just had our entire dodge caravan filled to the brim with my stuff and i swear i could have brought one quarter of that but i am just an overpacker whenever it comes to going on any kind of trips or moving anywhere i just love to have those items that i literally never end up using i just need to bring just in case of any emergencies or not even emergencies just any situation and so because i didn't have a limit like when i moved to taiwan or when i moved to banff i had to take a plane so I could only carry two suitcases but because I didn't have a limit I literally filled our Dodge Caravan up to the absolute max and I remember watching so many videos that summer on YouTube of just all of these university preparation videos and just added every single thing that they said onto my list and it got way too out of hand. But anyways, as I said, I drove up to Montreal during the move-in weekend with my parents who would be staying at a hotel in Montreal while they were helping me move in. And I just remember arriving on campus and getting to my residence and just unloading the car with all of my boxes and taking so many trips up and down the elevator because I just had so many boxes and suitcases and just way too much crap. 
Anyways, I moved into Car 4 Residence, also known as C4, which is one of the hotel-style residences at McGill. Originally, when I was applying for residences, I actually got into La Citadel, which is one of the nicer hotel-style residences, and I had applied originally to get a single room at La Citadel, but they only offered me a double room, so I decided to move in with one of the two high school friends that were also going to McGill with me, just so that I didn't have to live with some random person. And even though we had our ups and downs as roommates throughout the year, I definitely think it was better than living with some random person that I might not get along with, especially since the double rooms at La Citadel are actually beds side by side, but at C4, all of the double rooms pretty much had separate bedrooms for each roommate, which was really, really nice. And so the rooms were huge. We both got our own queen-size beds and our room was extra special because we actually got flat screen TVs while most of the other rooms had these old giant box TVs. Even though we never ended up really watching anything on TV, it was nice to have, I guess. And we also shared a bathroom, but there wasn't a kitchen area or anything. We just had like a little mini fridge and a little bit of storage. Anyways, we spent the move-in weekend obviously moving in on Saturday and Sunday, and then we said goodbye to our parents on Sunday night after getting settled in, and then we decided to go to the res party that was happening that night to make some new friends and meet some of the people at our res. And during that event, we actually ended up meeting two guys who ended up being some of our closest friends during first year. And we really hit it off with them and we chilled in their room for a little bit and played some drinking games since we were legal in Montreal. And I was so grateful to have met this friend group so early on in my university experience because they did end up being my closest friends during that first and second semester. And we literally met on the first night that we were alone in Montreal. But anyways, that week following our move-in weekend was orientation week, and this was a jam-packed week of so many different activities. I think that McGill has a really awesome orientation week, and I'm so glad that I wrote all of this down in my journal slash agenda because there was just so much that happened that week. So on Monday, we had ResFest, which as the name suggests, is a festival for all of the residences. So at McGill, there's a whole bunch of residences and we all got dressed up in our matching t-shirts for each res and we competed in a bunch of different games in Jean Moss Park. So it was a great time to meet new people and talk to people from your res and also from other reses. And then on Tuesday, we had Discover McGill, which is when we do our campus tours and we're divided into groups by faculty. So I met a couple of other first years that were also in management and I actually met one of my good friends who's actually from Turkey at that event. So it was a lot of fun to go around and tour the campus. Then on Wednesday, it was Advising and Academic Expectations Day 
which I don't really remember at all, but I'm sure that they just gathered all the first years in Bronfman and gave us a talk probably about what the year is going to look like and um, specifically with advisors to reach out to our BCom advisors to get help whenever we need it. And then Thursday is really when the fun began. That was our first of four days of frosh, which for anybody who doesn't know is pretty much the week of a bunch of activities for freshman students, which are organized by different university groups, clubs, or faculty student associations. So you can sign up for a whole bunch of different options when it comes to frosh. There was fish frosh, which is a dry frosh or a non-alcoholic frosh, which was run by the Christian fellowships on campus. There was also an outdoors option, I believe, where you can go camping and do outdoor activities if that's what you like. But most people sign up for their faculty froshes. So for me, I decided to go with the management frosh, which is known as the wildest frosh on campus because management kids really go wild when alcohol is involved. So people were pretty much drunk for four days straight, starting from seven in the morning until midnight. It was a crazy experience and definitely a unique one compared to all of my friends who went to university in Ontario. Obviously, the drinking age in Montreal and in Quebec is much lower at 18 years old rather than 19 in most other provinces of Canada. And obviously, compared to the States where it's 21, so especially with American kids, they really went wild and crazy because they just had this freedom that they didn't have back home and so American kids were definitely the ones who went the craziest during frosh and I have heard so many stories of people who had to go to the hospital and get their stomachs pumped during frosh because that's how much alcohol they consumed. So yeah, it was definitely a wild four days. And pretty much we were divided into groups of around 20 students, I would say. And we had four or five frosh leaders who were upper year students. And they would lead us into different activities, mainly pub crawls. So we would go around Montreal to a whole bunch of different pubs and do different activities there and different drinking games. And then at night, we pretty much had a concert almost every night at pretty big venues in Montreal, so those were really fun. The first day was more so just a general opening ceremonies day, and then we did a pub crawl and we had a concert, and then the second day we had a faculty breakfast, so in Bronfman Building, and then those activities that day were very much focused around being a management student and getting us oriented with that a little bit and then we had a huge management concert at night and then on the third day we had beach day which was hands down the most fun day we all took school buses at 8 30 in the morning to drive over to the venue which was this beach club just outside montreal so everybody was dressed up in their bathing suits and just drinking pitchers and pitchers of cocktails, which was a lot of fun. And it was just this huge beach party with a bunch of awesome DJs and everybody was just drinking and having a good time. And then for the night portion, we went back to Montreal and we had a management power hour night where if you don't know, you pretty much drink a shot of beer every single minute. 
so it gets super messy and everything is sticky after that and a bunch of people are super duper drunk so because of that a lot of people don't make it to frosh day four because of their hangovers but it's pretty much the same thing on the fourth day and they ended off with some closing ceremonies which is just a big party at a concert hall Anyways, I do not remember much about Frosh Week except for just how much energy there was all the time. I remember my Frosh leaders, who were these upper year management students, just literally being drunk since 7 in the morning, which is absolutely insane. And during that time, I was able to make two really, really good friends that I am still friends with today. And so that experience was definitely a very bonding experience that we talked about for months and months afterwards. But yeah, that was our orientation week, which was obviously very full of many, many activities. And that took place the week before school started, which was on the first Tuesday of September, which I think is different from a lot of other Canadian universities who do their orientation week during the first week of school. Anyways, obviously during those first couple of weeks of being on campus and moving to Montreal by myself, I was definitely focused on making friends and exploring Montreal as much as I could. So with the group of friends that I made that first night that I was alone in Montreal, we went to explore Old Port, we went to Jean Talon Market, and we went to eat in Chinatown at Pizza Il Focolayo, and we also climbed Mont Royal together. So we were definitely exploring the city and it was a lot of fun especially since the weather was still really nice in September and the snow hadn't started to come down yet. Another huge part of my university experience was definitely with regard to extracurricular activities. So at the beginning of each semester, they have an activities night for the management faculty and then they also have a club fair for all of McGill. And during this time, you can just go up to different booths of different clubs and ask them questions about their club and if they're recruiting. So it's a really great time to explore different options, and I definitely did that. I think I applied to three clubs, and I got accepted into two. One of them was a philanthropic club called Five Days for the Homeless where we would organize activities to raise money for homeless people and homeless shelters and I was the vice president of sponsorships for that but honestly the club was pretty badly run but I did make some pretty good friends through that experience. And then the other club that I joined was Hong Kong Student Network which I've talked about in previous episodes. And how I got involved in this club was just that I attended their welcome party at the end of September. And what I remember most about that night was just that they had so much Asian food there because they were providing dinner. And I hadn't eaten Asian food and specifically Cantonese food 
in so long like since I had arrived in Montreal because there's just very few options for Chinese food unless you want to go all the way to Chinatown so I was just really excited to eat Asian food again and I also got to play a lot of their games and I got to meet a bunch of other people who were also Kanto during their group game time so it was just really nice to be around people with a similar background as me and I actually met one of my best friends now from that event and I just remember us bonding over eating Asian food and how much we had craved it and then the next week we made plans to go get dim sum together so I am very grateful that I went to that welcome party event, not only because I met one of my best friends, but also because I applied to become an HKSN first year rep afterwards. And the interview for that was super scary because I literally walked into a room of 20 execs just staring at me and asking me questions. But everybody was very nice and friendly during the whole process, so it made it a lot easier. And so many of those people became some of my closest friends during my university experience, so it was definitely worth the anxiety. <laughs> But it actually took me a long time before I became friends with everybody in HKSN because in my first semester, I was sort of reluctant to participate and get involved. So I didn't really attend a lot of the events or the bondings that they had. And one reason for this was because I went home all the freaking time in first semester. So I was gone a lot of the weekends. And this was because I had bought a Via Rail student train pass, so I had to use up all of it by a certain date. And also my roommate went home so frequently that I just thought it was normal to do that. And even though I didn't go home every other weekend like she did, I still went home like almost once a month, which is crazy, especially considering how far Montreal is from Toronto. So because of this, I missed out on a lot of the events and the bondings that HKSN had during my first semester, which made it harder to connect with a lot of the people in the club. So I felt kind of disconnected at first. And it wasn't until January of my second semester at McGill that I attended the ski trip that HKSN hosts, which is like a weekend long trip to Mont St. Anne. And that's where I was really able to connect and bond with my HKSN family, especially when we played board games and we had our all-you-can-drink party. So that was definitely a very defining event in my university experience as well. But in terms of school, since I skipped the U0 year, which I mentioned in episode 6, I believe, I was able to dive straight into my core classes, which were the general business courses I was required to take as a part of my Bachelor of Commerce. So that first semester, I took my required math course, which was linear algebra, and then I also took my international business course just to make sure that I was interested in majoring in that. And then I also took a organizational behavior core class, which I really enjoyed because it was like the psychology side of business. And then I also took an introduction to social psychology course as a part of my minor. And then I also took the year-long French class for the language studies component of my major. 
I didn't want to go straight into my core business classes, which a lot of other students like me who are diving straight into U1 and have those transferable credits do because I didn't really want to wear myself out by taking only business classes. So I decided to sprinkle in my language studies and my psychology classes just to get a nice mix in there. I really enjoyed taking those core courses because they were mainly freshman students who were taking them with me, so I got to meet a lot of people through those courses and then also with my French class, since it was such a small class, it was also easier to meet new friends. The courses were definitely challenging, but I think what I was struggling with more was just figuring out how to study more effectively and figure out the best strategies for exams. And I just remember being very stressed out during midterm and final seasons that first semester, especially because I knew that I was going to be applying for exchange. And my exchange options were directly related to my GPA. And since that was my first semester, that was the only grades that they had to base their decision off of. So it was definitely a lot of pressure to do well that semester and I remember having pretty bad mental health during that time, especially since my midterms didn't go very well so I was really nervous for final season. And because my roommate was also a very hard worker and was really striving to get good grades, both of us took final seasons very seriously. And I think mixed with the fact that it was December and the weather in Montreal is terrible in the winter, it definitely contributed to the state of my mental health, which was very poor at the time. And I remember even when I was coming back to campus in January after the winter break, I was still struggling with a lot of anxiety because I had associated Montreal with stress and I was not looking forward to going back on campus, especially during the winter time when it's all gloomy and gross outside and I think that that also played a huge role in my mental state as well. But after those first few weeks of homesickness mixed with seasonal affective disorder mixed with caffeine withdrawal, I started to feel a little bit better, especially as my friendships were strengthening with people at university. I went on a winter retreat with Power to Change in January, which was great, and I was able to build relationships with some of my really good friends now. And then like I mentioned earlier, with my ski trip, which also took place in January, I was able to strengthen my relationships within HKSN, which was super helpful, especially because a lot of them were upper year students, so I was able to learn a lot and gain a lot of wisdom from them, which was awesome because most of my friends at that point were only first years. And then also in January, even though it is freezing cold outside, my friends and I decided to explore more of the nightlife in Montreal because we hadn't really done a lot of it during first semester. Because unlike a lot of freshman students, we kind of got over the whole alcohol hype during frosh week and so we didn't actually go clubbing very much we would just have chill parties and hangouts in our rooms and drink and just get to know each other better or we would go to bars and have cocktails but we weren't really the type to really go clubbing so we started to do that in second semester and i just remember waiting in line to go to a club and it was 
like negative 20 or negative 30 degrees and my toes were completely frozen. So those are the lovely memories that I have of clubbing in Montreal. We also once went to a club and there was literally nobody in the club and we just sat there for like 10 minutes before we decided to bounce, but it was just so sad. Anyways, one of the more fun memories I have from first year is during March. It was the Friday before St. Patrick's Day, I believe, and my group of friends and I decided to go to Mad Hatter's which is one of my favorite pubs or lounges in Montreal but while we were in line our two guy friends who had invited their significant others to come along with us decided that they wanted to go eat dinner so they ditched me and my friend and so we were pretty mad and pissed but we ended up staying in line and going in anyways and while we were there we actually met three guys who had come from New York to spend St. Patrick's Day weekend in Montreal so that they could drink and so they started talking to us and we ended up having such an awesome night with them. We literally ended up walking around all of Montreal with them and getting burgers at A&W or something. But that night, which had started out so crappy of our friends ditching us, ended up being one of my favorite memories during my university experience. So that just makes me want to go back to Montreal to have more of these random experiences. But anyways, I would definitely say that my second semester was a lot more fun. I got to meet a lot more people and build a lot more friendships. And because I was getting the hang of school a bit more and I didn't really have that pressure from having to get into exchange anymore, I didn't feel as much anxiety when it came to getting good grades and doing well on my exams. My stressors were no longer coming from school, but from other things that I might get into in other episodes, but I was very anxious about what I was going to be doing over the summer, and I ended up going to Banff, so everything worked out in the end, but I definitely had a lot of stress from that, and while all of that was going on, I would literally climb Mont Royal as a coping mechanism and so I ended up climbing that hill so many times throughout the semester just whenever I felt super stressed and I needed to distance myself from my problems. But aside from those stressors, I definitely had a lot of fun during that semester, especially because I was able to get really close and become more involved with HKSN. I helped out with a lot more events and attended a lot more bondings. We had our Lunar New Year night market event where all of the Asian clubs would come together to create like a little festival where you can try a bunch of different foods from different Asian cultures. And then we also had a bunch of karaoke nights just as internal bondings. And we also had our semi-formal event in March where we all got dressed up and had a fun little party to end off the year. And then we went clubbing at La Voute after, which is a club that's located inside of a bank vault in Old Port, which was really, really cool. And then we had our final exec retreat at the beginning of April before finals where we just all went on a short little trip outside of Montreal and spent the weekend together bonding and drinking and just having a really fun end of the year celebration. And I'm just trying to look through my camera roll right now just to make sure that I didn't miss anything major, but I pretty much just have pictures from all of the food adventures that I went on in Montreal, which I definitely 
miss. I miss the St. Viateur bagels so much and eating brunch at Beauty's Diner and eating lunches at Japote, which is this Japanese curry rice spot in a food court just across the street from my Bronfman building that I used to go to all the time with my frosh friends and I'm just really praying that they haven't closed down because of COVID because I know so many restaurants have this year and I'm really sad to see when I go back to Montreal what is still there. Another one of my favorite restaurants that I would go to all the time is Opiano, which is a Korean restaurant located in the Le Cartier building, which was right next to my business building as well, so I would go there all the time to satisfy my Asian food cravings. But most of the time I was obviously eating at the McGill cafeterias because as a first year you get a mandatory meal plan when you're on res. So you could usually find me at RVC which is arguably the best cafeteria on campus. They have a huge selection of different foods and even though it's pretty pricey it's not bad when you compare it with other university cafeterias. Our meal plan also includes flex dollars where you can spend money at different food places on campus that aren't cafeterias. For example, there was a Starbucks and a quesada in my res. And my favorite spot on campus was Vin's, which was a Vietnamese restaurant in the RVC building where they served pho, banh mi, spring rolls, and other Asian snacks. But yeah, I think I've covered most of the things that I did during my first year at McGill. Obviously, there were some ups and downs throughout the entire process, but overall, I really miss being at McGill and I really want to go back so that I can enjoy the final year of my university experience and just be back in Montreal again to explore the city some more. But that is all I have for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and feel free to reach out on Instagram at the Dim Sum Diaries podcast. Bye!